Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Uh. Uh. Hello and welcome to Two in the Think Tank, the show where we come up with Alistair. Uh, five to ten sketch ideas. Hey, that's right. That is absolutely correct, Andy. That's very much the ballpark. And and you know what? While we're playing ball, yes, let's dust off our boots with that weird powder sack. Is it with? The, do they? Is it their? Is it just the? I have no idea what you're talking about, Alistair. How many sports involve chalk? Okay, rock climbing, gymnastics. Uh, pool. That's all. Pool. 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 Yes. There's maybe that bag. There's just that bag in ba- ba- baseball, a bag of powdery stuff. Is that what that is? I, I'm not sure. Well, I mean, do they have that, though? They have a bag of powdery stuff. I think so. Okay, I think, great. I think it's like, it looks like a rice bag. Here's it, another one. It could be a cornhole bag. It might not be chalk. It could be, it could be a hopscotch. That hopscotch involves chalk. Chalk. Yeah. Mathematics. Yes. It's a sport. It's like, you know, people who say that chess is a sport. Well, the Math Olympics. Yes. That's a sport. Yeah. Uh, literature. I remember when... That's a sport. During the reign of, uh, of uh, the Nazi party when they went... The, the, the Math Olympics were being held in Germany. <laughs> yeah. And the guy that they got to uh, light the flame at the Math Olympics wasn't actually a mathematician. He was just somebody who happened to uh, uh, write equations particularly beautifully. He had a really good... Uh, Cursive. Personal font. Personal font. Personal font. I never thought about my handwriting as personal font. Yeah, well. Do you think that Hitler would have been... See, now I'm going to go into racial stereotypes, but do you think Hitler would have been Whoa. really offended when... <laughs> When certain racial groups were way better than the Aryan race at mathematics, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I reckon he probably would have, you know, refused to um, what mark their work or whatever the. Oh, do you think he was judging metas- everything? Is. Yeah, probably. You know, that's how you keep the uh, the purity of your uh, <laughs> of your yeah. Uh, Multiple. Andy, know. the whole sketch is is, is needs this. Yeah. Work. Okay. So wh- whatever I say next, <laughs> whatever you say next is in. It's needed not only to justify the sketch. Yeah. But also to make all of this okay. Yeah, and to validate my life. Okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. So I, what did I say? The purity of your. Yeah. Uh, that's how you ensure the purity of your maths. Perfect. <laughs> Hitler was really concerned about the purity of mathematics. Well, he would have had a see equality though would have been a really complicated thing for him, wouldn't he? Because you know, you Absolutely. know the the equals sign. You say that one side of the equation is equal to the other side of the equation. All right, now that's already a complicated. That's 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 going to be tough for him and to he would have said, to reconcile. Not so fast. <laughs> Allow me, and he would walk down to the chalkboard where all the all yeah. the kids. I'm guessing it's kids that are that it's are competing. Kids. And, uh, you know, and it would come to X is equal to one. Yeah. And then. (laughs) Depends on the racial history of the X. Of the X. It depends on what color chalk you are using. (laughs) Are you doing a Chinese accent? No, no, no. Andy, it wasn't a. Just because his voice was a little high. Hello, I'm Hitler. That wasn't Chinese. It was just high pitch. Do we know what Hitler sounded like when he wasn't shouting? I've only ever heard him shouting. That's. I think he was trying to mask his regular accent because you know 
Which is like, Chinese. Which is, no, well, <laughs> that's a John Doerr bit, so I can't <laughs> we say can't that go that there. we can't go there. Yeah, that's um, unfortunate. So, but it might be, you know, how, like, people think that he's German. Yes. Was he Austrian? Uh, everyone sounds German when they're shouting. That's well, the that's thing. It. Everyone sounds American when they're singing. Yes. Everyone sounds German when they're shouting. <laughs> when you're whispering. Austrian. You think so? It's that close to Germany as well. Mm. Uh, and when you're doing every when, and, and everybody sounds Chinese when they're doing a Chinese accent. That's just one of those things. Yeah, everyone sounds exactly Chinese. Exactly Chinese, and I guess whatever you know accent or region you're from in China, uh, you would have a different sort of Chinese accent when you speak English. Yes, but when you're doing a Chinese accent, well, that allows <laughs> no, but that. <laughs> But that allows for the Chinese, the what the Chinese accent is, to be broader for sure. for all of us, and because it's kind of the most populated country, yes, it is the accent that is the most uh, wide and the most that you can, you know. In many ways, if if you're doing a Chinese accent and people are making fun of you, you know, saying I'm not making fun of you, but saying that that is not okay, mm. you go actually, I'm doing a very specific dialect dialect of chinese accent yeah, yeah that i don't know where it's from but <laughs> but i know but i'm nailing it yeah i'm actually doing a specific person and that's when doing an accent is kind of okay when you're doing a specific person mm-hmm. but obviously it's got to be pool rules where where you're on the black you've got to be able to call yeah you got to be able to call the person and that's the only pro- pro- problem not call him on the phone but name him yeah <laughs> um, so so that's it's a sketch about a guy who justifies. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he's, great. He's done why, the Chinese why it's okay what he's doing? Yeah, because he says technically it's okay to do a Chinese accent mm-hmm. if you do it of uh, the Chinese accent of one particular person, and then he has a journey where he has to go through China, getting people to speak English to him, and finding one that matches up exactly with. Uh, possibly who's on a radio show. This is a perfect kind of thing. You know, perfect. You, you're on a radio show in the breakfast, you know, breakfast radio yeah. show, morning radio. You need content. Yeah. What you do is you get that third or fourth person who's on your on your on your thing, and you get them to go to China. <laughs> it's the perfect stunt, right? You get them to go to China and find the person to justify the. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, 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 I, I like that this this happens in a conversation, right? And the guy digs himself into this hole, telling people that he's he's no, he's doing a specific accent, right? It's yeah. a specific person's accent. It's not it's not an accent. It's an impersonation, right? And it's spot on, but he just doesn't know who it is, right? Yeah. And they're like, okay, fine. Well, you you can this will be all okay if you can just tell us who it was that you were doing. And he has to go and meet. Every single person in China. Well, hopefully not everybody, but but that's that's the that's, risk that he. That's the risk. Yeah, yeah. He gets the last person. <laughs> Turns out it was someone working and living opposite him in his building. Oh no! There was an expat. Like yeah, it was so. It was like a, it was a Chinese person who, I guess they would have to speak English. Yeah, they would yeah. have to speak English. Ex-pat. They would have to. They would have to. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't have to be very good, depending on how bad his accent was. Now, I, you know, I realize this is a really risky territory, but can I just take us back to uh, Nazi Germany, uh, and and just say, can we have? Is is there something in Hitler not liking uh, mathematical equality? Is sure. Yeah. Like yeah. And what he thinks that, like, could it be that, that he thinks that like number fours are superior to all other numbers? <laughs> You know, maybe. I mean, well, he was a he was a third third Reich, so maybe three. No, four is superior to X. Four is quite a bit like a swastika, actually. It's, it's, the, the, most... it's the most swastika of all the numbers. Yeah, it's the, definitely the closest. Maybe like maybe five. You could kind of get. It's, oh it's a yeah, bit a couple of, a... of couple of fives. Get a couple of fives yeah, together. It's you got yourself kind a... of a like a half curly swastika. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that of the? Uh... Yeah, wow. Like, of all the numbers, I wonder which ones are the most Nazi-ish. Yeah, well, I think five, maybe. I mean, yeah. the eight, you could cut out a few bits of an eight and kind of sort of fashion a bit of a swastika. Yeah, if you had to. Yeah. At a pinch, sure. But only yeah. if you didn't have any fives around. Oh, absolutely. I mean, but fives, you do need two fives, whereas you could do it with one eight. 
That's true. Yeah, I think. I'm not 100% <laughs> sure. Two fours, though. I reckon you could really get something going with two fours. All those straight lines. All right, so wait. So Hitler's involved. He... he but so yeah, does he think that one number is is superior to all the others? And it's not like he thinks infinity is superior to all the others. It's just a real shame that uh, twenty four is the highest number has already been done as a really really good sketch. Yeah, that's by true. Probably, po- quite possibly my favorite sketch of all time yeah. from Mister Show. Twenty four is the highest number. So yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, Hitler could. Be a like an infinity supremacist. Well, well, and so he thinks infinity is higher than all other numbers. <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> sure, but he he thinks that infinity should be the only number. Well, well, I think I think that, is is there something? And this may be too close to the sketch of uh, of the. Um, of the, of the, of the, the, the Mister Show, but like the order of the numbers, right? Mm. You know, I've, 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 I've talked about the fact that the alphabet isn't actually in alphabetical order, right? But the if, the, if he thinks that the numbers should be arranged in a different order, yeah, according to some kind of concept of superiority, yeah. I mean, I think it could just be because I think maybe if it's the analogy is with like like with people, mm. uh, the fact that he just thinks that one number is better than all the others, yeah. And that he thinks that, let's say, 7 is superior to all other numbers. So mm-hmm. it's not like 24 is the highest number in that. In that they, they just think that that's where it ends. Yeah. Right? That's the highest. Yeah. Right? This is that he just thinks that 7 or 5 is superior to all other numbers. Mm-hmm. And... Well, he doesn't really have to justify it, right? Because he didn't really have a reason. But... Well, I think he probably did write a lot about reasons yeah, for right, why. You're right. He probably <laughs> but, thought he had some reasons. But there's a lot of evidence why white people aren't superior to other people. Sure. You know, and he probably may have... Probably one of those is thinking that we're superior to other people. I mean, that's probably a bit of a giveaway. Well, I think, Andy, if you're giving away that we all think that we're superior <laughs> to other people, that definitely makes us all look much worse. <laughs> And I well, it certainly makes me look a lot worse, <laughs> Alistair. I don't think you need to be dragged into this. Well, it felt like I'm you were... I'm the one who said it. It felt like I'm you... the one who wrote that book. <laughs> it felt like you were dragging dragging me in a little bit by, by you know, I don't know. Look, maybe maybe I'm not entirely white. <laughs> Alistair's done a drawing of a swastika made out of two fives. Well, on the... it's... No, it's... <laughs> it doesn't quite work, but yeah, I see what, I see what you're trying to do there. Do you think that amongst the sort of the superior race... Amongst? Amongst the people in the superior race, Hitler kind of thought that he was the most superior one? Yeah, probably. So then why didn't he breed himself more? Like, why is he not having He didn't breed himself at all, did he? Oh, not that we know of. Oh. Do you think that's something... They would have kind of kept that quiet, right? Do you think that, like, if you did breed Hitlers... Yeah. (laughs) So it's a dog show, right? And instead of dogs... It's all Hitlers. Right? Sure, yeah. Everybody's got Hitlers. Mm. And I guess that, you know, there'd be certain breed standards, right, of the way that the moustache has to appear, right, and the, uh, you know, the, um, the, 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 the line of the back and that sort of thing. I mean, obviously. The line, like the spine? The spine. Yeah. You know, the, what the spine's like. Yeah. Uh, you know, and you'd have to, I guess, walk them around. Uh, You've got to mm. keep them away from the other Hitlers, obviously, because they fight. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah. And but but they're all sitting in these boxes. Yeah, yeah. These little boxes, <laughs> these display boxes, and, and they're, they're, it's all exactly the same kinds of people who uh, breed dogs. Sort of over over, slightly overweight. Sort of yeah. mid forties. Like women with 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 track suits and really like big hair, mm, colorful and, beads. Yeah, men with track suits, and I imagine like slick or sort of brill creamed. Yeah, so, I'm basically I'm describing the cast of Best in Show. You've seen the movie; it's that, right? Yeah. But it's Hitler's instead of dogs. Look, what do you think, Alistair? Andy, I'm already on board 100. percent Great. Yeah, but I feel like I could be even more on board. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, the, <laughs> the interesting thing is to get a Hitler, mm. right? Do you have to breed two Hitlers? Well, I guess there has to be a lot of inbreeding, <laughs> and that's that is the risk, isn't it? 
Yeah, I think you want to go behind the scenes because I think I think look, I think the Hitler show mm. is very fun, right? I'm having a really good time already, right? Right, but but how did these people get to this point? And and you know, are there protesters who think that it's cruel to to breed dogs into <laughs> Hitlers? Are they oh, dogs? Wait, I'm not sure. I'm not 100 percent sure. <laughs> I mean, that would be the craziest thing. Is if you if could they were breed... just like a line of dog that had been bred and bred to the point where they looked like they Hitler. looked like Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's quite funny to yeah. me. I guess it would sort of be like you would have to get sort of they they had the lankiness of like a a Great Dane, but with the flat face of kind of like a boxer, a bull, yeah, or boxer like a bulldog, boxer yeah. bulldog. But then maybe you have to kind of like get one of those hairless dogs or hairless cats. Yeah, kind of get them in there in as there. well. But not 100% hairless because you need that slick. You need that mop. Unless you're giving your dog plugs. No, that would be cruel. Yeah, that would be cruel. <laughs> and so it's the long, yeah. And so I guess the, the big history of how they got to this breed to get to them. Yeah. Obviously, they'll all be played by people. By The, the actors will be p- humans. Obviously. <laughs> Right, I don't know if we're actually going to. But we're have telling to... people that they're dogs because mm. we'll show how they did it. There'll be a lot of shots of sort of dogs having sex. I think that will really help this. <laughs> do they? Do they talk or do they bark? They, I think they bark. Okay, but but they sound German. Yeah, right. That's very good, Alistair. I. I well, look. Okay, so this is what I thought. Yeah. I thought, I don't think that's very good. And then I thought, me saying that's not very good puts the pressure on me to do something better. And I yeah. realized I couldn't. And that's how I came to the conclusion that you were very good. Well, I think Hitler's German mm. sounded as, as bark-like as any... As any absolutely Even true. person impersonating a dog has ever yeah. sounded. Yeah. Like, like, if I was to just go like... Row, row, row. Like, that definitely sounds like somebody pretending to be a dog. Yeah. But if you hear Hitler going, like that. Yeah. There are dogs. Sounds like a dog. It sounds more like a dog. Yeah. Yeah. I really thought I was. Because it doesn't sound like somebody trying to be a a dog. It sounds like somebody just, they've eased into it. Exactly. And, and, And a dog doesn't sound like they're trying to be a dog. It doesn't. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's effortless for them. Yeah. It's a gift. Sorry, yeah. I zoned out totally. No, that's fine, then, and Andy. I was imagining uh, whether or not this would take place at Nuremberg. And, do you think, do you think you there know, could be, a, like, I think there, it's probably fine if there's just regular dog show dog breeds at this place. Yeah, totally. So that, so that we, oh, we're going actually, around. I like that yeah, a lot. And then we are seeing then, like, the, the Hitler section. Yeah. And if we could get them to sort of, like, run up. Run up those little, like, activity courses. Yeah. Do they walk on two legs, the Hitler dogs? These ones do, yeah. Yeah, wow. <laughs> but they kind of crouch down a little bit. <laughs> yeah, so they got still, they're still a bit dog-like in that yeah, regard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's parts where they do have to go through little tunnels, <laughs> you know. And so, yeah, they're still, they still kind of have, like, their dog roots. And you see that in the way that they move. Yeah. They... Uh, they're they're trying to stop mm. being dogs, but everything in their their being wants them to be a dog. But oh man, this is maybe this is one of the greater sketches, you no, know. Especially because really these days these days it's so hard to find a new angle on a on a, a Hitler. new Hitler thing. Yeah, everything's been done, right? That guy he's had the 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 comedy uh, has been extracted, and um, so this is instead of uh, Hitler's Hitler's number theory. It's, Look, it's it's so much better. It's so much better, and you know that was we were trying to really say something about equality there, mm. and I just don't know if we got there. Great, Andy. yeah, no, and, it was a risky area, and we didn't we didn't achieve anything that we set out to achieve. Here's well, a, here's an idea, Alistair. Yeah, well, I just want you to know that that when we started that conversation, we had no idea where what we were going to do. So any achievements that we thought we were going to achieve. They were they 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 were not important. They That's, were you know we, you got to let them go. You know, especially if you find a Hitler dog show. So it's like it's like we 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 set out to not climb Mount Everest. Yeah. Right. And we didn't. Uh, yeah. But the thing that we did climb 
was fine. But I think you can't you can't set out to not climb Mount Everest. Yeah. Right. Climb a hill and then be disappointed that you didn't climb Mount Everest. Well, I think that we didn't set out to climb Mount Everest, but we did find ourselves in the Himalayas. Right. Right. Okay. And we were maybe <laughs> we were maybe walking along the perimeter of Mount Everest, and we were yeah. thinking, well, I guess we could climb this. This would be an achievement, <laughs> right? But then some, somehow we found this other thing. We were on top of K two. We were on top of K two, which is. You know, in many ways, there, a greater achievement. Yes, and 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 due to its lesser brand name, I think you know is feels like less braggy. And also the fact that we did it while not paying attention and not necessarily intending to. Absolutely, is a greater achievement still. Perhaps, yeah, it was know? a fuller experience. I am unaware of anyone who has at this point climbed Mount Everest by accident. And I would love to meet. I think the first person to do it, because this is what's great about when that happens, yes. is that not only can you be the first person to climb Mount Everest by accident, mm-hmm. but then it opens it up so that you can be the first person in a wheelchair to climb Everest by accident, Absolutely. The, first, the first woman to climb Everest by an accident. Not that I'm saying that the first person to climb Everest by an accident won't be a woman. but Or I'm also in a not, wheelchair. Or in a wheelchair. But I'm also not saying that that's something that women in wheelchairs do. Which is climb <laughs> Mount Everest by accident. Because I would hate to... Stereo- I would never say that. I wouldn't say that by stereotype. Now, you had an idea that is probably gone now. It's gone. No, really? Wait. Oh, it's such a bad idea. You're going to hate this. I'm going to love it. No, no, no. Okay. okay. All right. Because <laughs> it's, it's so hack, right? So you've heard of... I can't believe it's not butter, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what this is, is this is where we're taking butter and we're making it not taste like butter, right? Okay. So it's more of a, I can't believe it's butter, right? Sure. And you make it exactly, it's, it's just like margarine, like quite a bad margarine. What about, I can believe it is butter? <laughs> so this it's... is from a world in which, <laughs> the, like, no, nothing tries to be anything that it isn't, yeah. right? And, and everything just plays to its strengths and nobody expects anything from anybody, Yeah. right? Nothing. No one tries to change anyone. Be something they're not. Yeah. It's it's butter. What is it? What's it called? I can believe it is butter. I can believe it is butter, and it's a, and, and then it's the I can believe it is co- uh, company. Yes. Sort of you know umbrella co- corporation, and I can believe it is the umbrella corporation, right? Mm. Uh, and and then they have everything. I can believe it is steak. I can believe it is a Toyota automobile. <laughs> But there's something about saying I can believe that it's this that mm. makes it seem like, like you probably don't believe. Like I can believe it is this, you know. Like 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 it's all of yeah. the intonation in that case. Sure. Because you got to be like, well, I can't. I can believe it's butter, you know. If I if I really try. Sure. So you're saying that it could be something. Which I think is what it's like with God, right? So I can believe God exists. You know, if 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 the if, if the conditions are right, if you know, if I don't think about it too much, I can believe. You know, if I I can believe this is butter if I sort of eat it without really you know closing my mouth too mm-hmm. much. You know that kind mm-hmm. of chomping thing that you do when like you're eating a hot bit of food or you're trying to you know something's too spicy for you. Just you try not to get it too much in contact with your mouth. Sure, right? sure. I can believe it's not butter. I can believe God exists. I'm trying to not let this concept of God come into contact with my rational faculties. Sure. But I think maybe that could be a rival company that just capitalized the can. <laughs> I can believe it's butter and and I can believe it's butter because it tastes exactly like butter. Yeah. That'll be the tagline. Because it tastes exactly like butter. And it is. And it is. <laughs> and I can believe it. Uh, look, I'm not happy with that at all. No? Yeah. What, what was yours though? No, it, mine, mine was worse. Okay, yeah. I can't believe it is butter. That's yeah, all yours was. I can't believe it is butter. But like, like I don't even know if I can't believe it's. I can't believe. I can't believe it's not butter. I don't know if that even exists as a product anymore. I know that it was a thing that was being parodied in the nineties. It's being parodied to this day, Andy. I mean, the fact that we're not making it into an actual sketch, but we're talking about it, means it's still being, to a certain extent, parodied. Yes. I mean, this is a product that we're putting out there for free, but it's still a product nonetheless. I can't believe it's not, I, and I can't believe it's not butter sketch. Because oh, it's so much like one. No, absolutely. Well, I'm happy that we're not doing it, Andy, but I don't think that I had a bad time. Great. Yeah. Um, you know how I got those cans of uh, tomato off the side of the road? Yeah. I got a, I got a, I got a 
like about nine cans of tomato off a pile on the side of the road. Yeah, as well as some shoes. As well as some shoes. Some Very really good shoes. shoes. I'm wearing them right now. Yeah, and I'm 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 not wearing some right now, but I do have a, another pair of shoes that Andy found on the side of the road. Yeah. Okay. So and cans the, of tomato. So just while while we're revealing things about Andy, I just want to go into just to know Andy goes through garbage a lot of garbage. I go through a lot of garbage. Yeah. And it's it's like a, uh, I guess, I guess it's like a bungee jumping for the garbage, you know, and that it comes so close to the trash, and then I yank it back at the last second. Sure, yeah. Or you know, it's almost, maybe it could be a form of palliative care. You know, it's like it, it's like it is dead. It was re- probably made peace with that, right? It was on the curb, yeah. and then here I am dragging it back into a. Into the living world, it was probably you know you could probably mm. see the light. It was probably quite happy to go. I guess it could be like a it could be like the, the you know you know that third movie of the Toy Story movie. Toy Story, yeah. You know, but like rather than be from the point of view of the toys, like which because I mean we we've seen them with like the movies are set within the phase where they're toys. Yes. Right, and then they kind of on the last one they sort of toy with sorry that's not supposed to be a pun they play with the idea of them becoming possibly garbage or you know something or even post garbage yeah but what if you were following a bunch of things and you start them only once they are garbage and now they're really committed to being garbage yes and now they're sad that they're becoming something that is useful again they were really excited about going this is garbage garbage would be excited about going to a to a garbage tip or garbage They'd be quite like punks, wouldn't they? Like, like it's it, you. I think I think toys that are garbage or anything that is garbage mm. would have quite a punk or an anarchist view of objects that are still in use, right? It would regard them as being enslaved Slaves. in some way, you know, and uh, not achieving their full potential. Once things are on the garbage heap, yeah, right, they're beholden to nothing and nobody. They can. You know, play by their own rules. Now, of course, when something then comes off the garbage heap, gets recycled, upcycled, yeah. goes back into the mainstream, it's punk friends from the garbage junk, yeah. punk junk, punk whatever, junk, punk junk would be um, would be disgusted. They would regard it as a sellout. Well, I guess there would also be there would be a there would be a real difference between there's the garbage who really went through a metamorphosis. Let's say. The, the plastic wrapping on the outside of a meat pie, mm. right? You would take that off and then you would scrunch it up and discard it into the bin. Yeah. So then there's, there's a, it really went from being a meat pie uh, with plastic around it to being just scrunched up plastic. Yeah. So then it had to go through that, you know, like that weird metamorphosis where now it's a bit of scrunched pa- plastic. And it, so it's proud to be clearly garbage. But th- some things get thrown away. While they're still in perfect condition and in their wrapping, and so I think those things would be at the bottom rung, as like as sort of posers in the garbage world. Well, well, well it dep- depends on how it works out. They they could be at the top rung because they still look good, right? Mm. You know, and then there would be other forms of garbage that were finding their own value systems that counteract that. Then yeah. there'd be things like your um, meat pie wrapper, right? And there'd be ones of those meat pie wrappers that try to reclaim their you know their 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 lost youth or whatever it is so they'd be stuffing other things inside themselves maybe like right. some folded up bits of newspaper and walking around I assume these things can walk sure. and pretending you know tr- trying to fool everybody into thinking that there's still a meat pie a full meat pie wrapper with a meat pie in it and then sure. there'd be other people who'd be like have you seen Stephanie right that's uh, really it's embarrassing pathetic. what she's done to herself she's trying to you know, be something she isn't. So. Yeah, I guess that that is. Look, I just felt like there was a, there was a, there was a purity to, uh, in the in the garbage world. Yes. That the people who are garbage like are sort of the ideals mm. of beauty, okay. and then the others are kind of you know they're they're kind of what used to be beautiful mm-hmm. back in the sort of the the, the full product you know un, yep. unused discarded things. Uh, but but I do see how you know stuffing uh, like stuffing yourself full of old newspaper kind of maybe like a reversed hermit crab. Yes, you know where you're <laughs> you're around looking for the right side to stuff inside you yeah. instead of uh, you know. Um, that's 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 a, look. I I I. But I like your idea. I think, and I like that your 
in in that way, the garbage world is an exact mirror of the real world, mm. right? Like everything's been flipped around. So what was at the top is now at the bottom. What was at the bottom is now yeah. at the top. Yeah. Um, so like like let's say uh, a wet scrunched up napkin yes. that is absorbed, let's say tuna water. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and you know that is like wet and and scrunched up and just of no use in the regular world. Mm. In the garbage world is like yeah. king. Yeah. You know, uh, like a just. A, you Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Now, and they can come together. Because out of its purity of uselessness. Oh, yeah, right? absolutely. Like there's no way it's going back. Well, this is like a reverse uh, Thomas the Tank Engine. Thomas the Tank Engine is all about how everybody's a really useful engine. Mm. You know, and they've got purpose and that's why they're still going and blah, blah, blah. Right, but in this, it's it's your absolute uselessness that 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 makes you king. Could could this be a children's uh, show? Could could yes, we make this as an animation. I don't know what the message is that we're teaching kids, um, but hey, <laughs> um, I mean, there could be something in there about recycling. Although it would be pretty, it would be buried pretty deep. Whatever whatever, whatever message we have in there. Yeah, well, any any useful message would be of yeah. no worth in this in Indeed. this society. Yeah, we've really like, set ourselves up to fail. And so, like, I think violence would be like the opposite because if you perform violence on somebody, mm. then you're making them worse, which makes them better in this society. Wow! And so, the way that you would reject somebody in this world is you would like piece them Iron together, them and, yeah, and recycle them, and like, like mm. you know, and and. Um, Maybe you would stuff her full of uh, full of old newspaper and make her look like a a full pie wrapper again. You go, look at you, you're beautiful. Get out of here. You're not welcome here. And they look. throw you out, not onto the street, but they throw you back onto a supermarket shelf. Oh man, yeah. They they make up some supermarket shelves just as a mm. place where they can shame beauty shame people. That's a uh, Andy. Very... I don't know if it's like a great sketch idea. Hey, look, Alistair, it's a really interesting place that we went to then. I just called it Garbage World. Yeah, and I agree. Okay. Right, so Garbage World. Yeah. Right. But now it's a theme park. Okay. Right, and it's called Garbage World. Yeah. Right, and I guess uh, it is, uh, it's just everything's garbage, right? And uh, you... Like not even fun? No, no, no. Well, I mean, I guess it could be fun, okay. but you know, it's 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 piles of trash. I guess you you, you uh, the 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 ghost the equivalent of a ghost train would be some sort of a, uh, a trash compactor thing that you go around. Look, anyway, I don't like this idea, Alistair, and I'm unhappy. How about as this? a result? Yes, right? you go. Instead of hair coming out of our faces, yes, to make beards fingernails that's horrible <laughs> I, I know there are some people who have that though i think because i think it's the same stuff in fingernails as it is in here and i think you can have a genetic condition where you have fingernails all over your body instead of hair really so yeah is it a population that, that is big enough that they could get offended if we made a sketch about it? I don't think so, Alistair. Because at the moment, I'm still I'm still skeptical as as to whether or not it's possibly real enough. You know, I think I think if I think you could still claim, even though you did just say that I did, and there's clearly evidence that we're publishing that of where the origin of this is came from. There is. I think you could still claim parallel thinking. You, my thought, parallel with uh, reality, the, with the thoughts <laughs> of the universe, as it kind of the random occurrence of uh, <laughs> of evolution that created this horrible phenomenon. No, well, you can't call it a horrible phenomenon. Why not? It would be horrible. Yeah, I'm sure right. these people are leading great lives. <laughs> well, they got, I mean, look, I'm sure their lives are okay, but I'm just saying, if you have to sort of take a 
a set of clippers to your well, face. A bloody uh, manicure would cost a fortune, wouldn't it? Oh, I think. Imagine how sharp the blade a barber would have to use when they're shaving your face. Pretty sharp. Hey, um, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> just, just briefly. You know how you said something about hermit shells before? Yeah. Right. So instead of the crab finding the shell, mm-hmm. the shell finds the crab. Yeah. I quite like that idea. Well, and what about if little hair? Hair was coming out your fingers. At the end. <laughs> okay, well that's that's horrible. Okay, you continue with your horrible. Well, no, with your... well, I guess the I I just I, I don't know quite quite how it works, right? But I like like okay, like the idea that instead of the her, the hermit crab crawls along, finds a shell that fits him, right? There's these quite aggressive shells mm-hmm. that are grabbing a crab and jamming it in there, right, <laughs> <Wow. laughs> to see what fits, yeah. right? Now then, but then I want to see that as like a shell. The shells are human sized, and you've got to watch out, right? Because the shells will get you, and they'll make you live in there, <laughs> right? So they'll grab you and they'll, they'll jam you in, and you'll just have your head poking out, right? Yeah. And I guess your arms, and you've got to drag the shell around. And so then, do you lose your family, or do you like, or do, can you? I guess of... you're trying to go on with your life in some way. But, but but it's like a permanent thing that it's, happens. It's a it's a permanent thing, right? The shell's got I don't know something in there, glue or something. <laughs> so it's like a gr- aggressive. It's kind of like a aggr- aggressive hermit shell syndrome or something. All right, let's change the idea. Well, well, I was just getting on board. No, well, I'm getting off. Right, let's change the idea. So you have to drag yourself around. Yeah, Maybe you, you would have to sort of. Around. You'd have to get somebody to lift it onto sort of like a skateboard. Yeah. And then you would just sort of roll. Oh, but I, I quite like the just the scraping sound as you yeah, drag it along. Yeah, I guess the scraping is nice. <laughs> yeah. Right, but but if this was a thing that people chose to do instead of it being the, the, so, you people who are getting themselves shells. Yeah. Right, and are dragging themselves around in them. It's just a life choice. <laughs> you know, it's just a new thing that people are doing. In yeah. The world, right. This, what, you, now you you seem less happy, so well, I'm happy to take it back to look, something else. I mean, look, I think it's fine. I think it's it's kind of reminding me of a time when I had a housemate who was like, "Imagine if I just decided to live my life as a snake, like that." And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and just from now on, I'm just a snake. Like that. Remember, like there was that there was that lady in in Melbourne at one point who decided that she was going to live her life as if it was the seventies. No, but that's cool. And she was going to do it for a year. She's going to live her life as if. It was the seventies, and then she only did it for a few months, I think. But she did get on TV. Is that a thing that would have happened in the seventies? I don't know <laughs> if someone in the living as if it was in the seventies in the seventies would have made it onto television for living in the seventies. For living in the seventies, I bet mean, everyone was doing it. I know, but I think if you were going around saying you're going to live as if it was the seventies in the seventies in the seventies, I think that would be quirky enough. That's true. Maybe that, I'm going to do that now. Yeah, I'm going to live as if I'm in the twenty tens. Yeah. I'm going to be doing it. I'm going to be living as if I'm in 2016. I'm going to be living as if I'm always one year behind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goddamn 2016. All these celebrities dying. Oh, it's the worst. Posting on Facebook. I can't believe David Bowie died. Again. No, sorry. He's not going to say again. For the first time. I'm just experiencing this right now in the moment. Nine, oh, so, so you're like you're also a little bit out of line in terms of the months. Is so that, like maybe you start in like June 2016, or 2017, just because you know like he died in like January. Yeah. I think. Is this is this okay? <laughs> All right, I'm 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 jumping I'm jumping again. Alistair, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Although but I'm gonna you, go back to those aggressive hermit crab shells. You know that trope of somebody goes into a coma, right, and they wake up 10 years later and you've got to pretend like that time hasn't passed, right? Do you? Yeah, this is a thing. There was a movie called like Goodbye Stalin or something. It was about it. It happened in an episode of 30 Rock as well. Somebody had been in a coma and then like everyone was pretending like it was a different year. Okay. Right? Yeah. So what about? But I mean, I'm I'm loving how much cultural penetration this idea has. <laughs> I'm going to base a sketch. Andy, on there's it. going to be some listeners that anyway. are going to be familiar with it. All right. So this is somebody who's only gone into a coma for like maybe two hours, yeah. right? And when they come out, right, the doctor's like, "Now they've been in a coma for two hours." Okay, <laughs> they think 
that it's 11 a.m., right? <laughs> you and I, we both know that it's 1 p.m., but they're in a delicate state right now, and the, we can't afford that kind of a shock, sure. right? So what I'm going to need you to do is to help them to live as if it's 11 a.m., <laughs> Okay. Oh, I feel like brunch. It's a bit, is it? Is it too late for brunch? You know, and then you're trying to hide everything from them that would let them know. Well, that if it's it was eleven, you wouldn't day. be asking if it's too late for brunch. It would be perfect time for brunch. I don't know. I think eleven is a, is a late start. I mean, you're really getting into lunch territory. No, 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 no. Eleven is perfect time for brunch. That is, br- I think that would be ideal brunch. Brunch time. central. Yeah, yeah. Ten. That's still breakfast. 10.30. 10.30. But then that's getting very close to 11, which yeah. I've just said is too late. <laughs> Andy, I accept. Look, yeah, but 10 is still breakfast time. I think if you can still get pancakes, you know, at, at McDonald's or whatever. I mean, I know that now they do all day breakfast, but. <laughs> well, then uh, the very the very milestones by so which we judge our do. lives and our times are crumbling away. Well. <laughs> I guess that's what you would do if it was. If he thinks it's eleven, yeah, you take him to McDonald's. Take him they to do McDonald's. all day breakfast. They do. <laughs> it's like time doesn't exist. Wait, no, because that would be confusing. Because then, because breakfast used to be to, to, start, to end at ten thirty, and he might not be aware that they do ten. It's all day breakfast. But I like okay. So within this world, right? Somebody's gone into a coma and they think it's this time. But then I like that. For some reason, pe- different people keep going into comas for different lengths of time. So whoever it is who's trying to arrange this thing is like trying to <laughs> trying to um, reconcile all these different times and maintain this facade. Somebody thinks it's three o'clock now. Yesterday, <laughs> how are they all getting knocked out? <laughs> I don't know. Things falling off. High shelves. Could it be meteor shower? It's a meteor shower, Alistair. Oh, it was a long shower. Yeah. You wouldn't want to do that during a meteor drought. <laughs> so, yeah, there's there's a stage three meteor restrictions Look, on at the moment. I think <laughs> for anybody who doesn't live in Australia, just so you know, when we have droughts here, some we sometimes have water restrictions, and they get up to stage three, maybe even stage four. There might be stage four where they're like, you gotta. Keep your showers to three minutes. Yeah, when you breathe out, you got to breathe into a jar. Keep all that moisture. Keep in that there. moisture. <laughs> Is uh, that like a, you know, like the. Oh, okay. How about this? Right. Yeah. There's a collapse in the housing market, right? And everything, the housing is so becomes so affordable, right? That you can uh, you can pay for. Pay for a house with just a, a jar full of breath. Wait. I was trying to write down the other idea. But yeah. wait. So wait, you said there's, there's something that's happening. There's a collapse in the housing market. Yeah. Housing becomes so affordable that you can pay for a, uh, a house with a jar full of breath. But then shouldn't we, wouldn't people very quickly, I mean, this is, this is quite interesting, where people would be like rushing to go get, buy houses and go like that. But then... As soon as you would do that, somebody else would outbid you. Two and go, breaths. Ha, ha, like that. And then suddenly you just got all these people going. Ha, 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 like that. And then you got people hyperventilating. And then people are kind of coming in. Mm. And whoever can hyper, who can go do the most breaths without hyperventilating and yeah. fainting gets the house. Well, I mean, and, and isn't that just like today? You know, the person who has the most money mm. uh, is able to price everyone else out of the market here it's whoever's got the best lung capacity is suddenly able to corner the market right but at least then it wouldn't be the baby boomers right and it were the older people with their diminishing lung capacity you know it would put people in the prime of their lives yeah right you and me alistair absolute prime of our lives yeah absolutely fantastic lung capacity (laughs) right we'd be rocking up to these auctions oh you know who would really win though Swimmers. Is, no, it's people who are having orgasms who are going. <laughs> <laughs> like well, I mean, that's a lot of small breaths, but I suppose it counts. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's the amount of breaths. Yeah, you're right. Or people bring their dogs after yes. the, uh, straight Take from the park, <laughs> straight from the park, and they're going. <laughs> well, then the dogs bought the house. They don't hyperventilate. They need. Then your dogs. Then suddenly, all these dogs own houses. Dogs don't hyperventilate, do they? 
I don't. I've never seen it happen. I've never seen it happen. I don't know how many head spins dogs are having. Nobody's ever told me to. That's the thing I got to worry about. Yeah. The vet never said make sure she doesn't hyperventilate. She says don't feed it chocolate. They said she needs to lose a third of her body weight because she's <laughs> gonna die. <laughs> that's what they say. <laughs> that doesn't sound like hyperventilating. Um, look, I like this breath idea. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Great. Uh, wait. It's. You got to start talking. Well, I wonder then uh, at a at a um, at an auction, right? Instead of people like putting up their hand and saying a higher and a higher number, everybody's just got a balloon, right? And whenever they want to bid up, they just put another breath into a balloon. <laughs> I know, but I I, I, do, I I do just like. <sighs> I sure you like that. Well, I guess. Look, I think the balloon. But is this a is good an auction one. now. It's a different context. I don't know what context you were imagining originally. Probably an auction. I know, but I do like the idea of people just around, like going, like just competing like that, mm. like almost like it's a race. Yeah. I mean, look, the the balloon gives it a nice visual element that that you know builds that breath up. can often fail to have on camera. <laughs> sure, maybe but, hey, maybe, maybe people it's all could taking hold place in a cold. Maybe people could hold up bits of glass so you could see the breath come up. Yeah, but they've still got to be breathing into a jar or some kind of receptacle, though. Otherwise, what's the point? The breath will just get away, you know? So. Well, you think the people need the breath? You think the people want the breath? Well, the... I mean, that's the point. That's the basis of the economy, isn't it? It's breath in jar. Sure, I know. I know but... it's not worth much, but it's got to be something. I know, but because, I guess... <laughs> so are we suggesting that there's, like, not enough CO2 in no, the No, we're not suggesting anything. I know, but... It's just that housing is so cheap that you can buy it with breath in a jar. I know, but there's... Something that is the definition of worthless. But then why why would the people want more? Because that's that's and... the suspension of disbelief. Then we're asking the audience to go with us on a journey, Alistair. Sure, I know, but we can you can push it to the next level. After we've gone to the point where it's unexplained, right? Sure. As far as that can take us... Yes. Then you add some explanation to allow you to push it further. Whoa... I just looked at my watch. It was nothing personal, no, Alistair. No, no, no. I didn't take it personally. I was actually thinking of you. I know you've got to go and do another podcast after this. Yeah. And I just thought I'd look at my watch. Well, that was very kind of you. Was, think was, about if me. anything, I was thinking about you too much. You're thinking about me too much. That it, it got in the way of me listening to you talk. Well, this is what I was thinking, where the possibility this could yes. have gone, right? Is that, you know, at some point we're going to have to develop these machines, these mm. kind of like fake trees that can pull CO2 out of the air. I'm really looking forward to that. That will be a big weight off my mind. Absolutely. We're going to be able to, you know, I feel like Musk must be onto it, right? Elon? Do you think Elon's Elon. onto it? If he's not, someone should text him. Just somebody text Elon. Get Elon on the phone. <laughs> um, anyway, we're going to do that. And at some point, they're going to, it's going to be big business. Yeah. Right? But then, at some point, we're going to get to a point where we don't want them to take any more CO2 out of the air. Yes. Right, but there'll be enough. Um, anyway, but then that will be that will cripple that industry. <laughs> Once there's so many in the world mm. that that it definitely matches the amount of CO2 that's being emitted. Yes, and so then we're going to be starting to take out even more than that, which obviously we do need that yeah. as well. But then it's going to get to a point where like. You know, the, it'll go down from 400 parts per million to like 350 parts per million and 300. But then at a point, we need it. We need, we need some, some to keep the plants alive. To keep the plants alive, right? Right. And so that's why these jars of breath are so valuable. They're so valuable. You Is can that, use them to feed your indoor plants. To feed your you indoor pour plants. Pour a couple of jars onto a or your outdoor peace plants. lily. Yeah. Because, hey. I mean, these people aren't going to have houses once they sell their house. That's true. <laughs> so they're not going to have indoors to keep. <laughs> Um, look, I don't know how that helps us. Also, you don't want to live to, in a too oxygen-rich environment because everything will catch fire really easily. Yeah, that's really true. Mm. And so then... It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a form of protection of your house, especially with all these dead trees. A lot of oxygen, <laughs> a lot of dead plants. Yeah, and that's why people are trying to get away from their houses box. because yeah. the houses are just... Just kindling, and that's why they're so cheap. Yeah. Because everybody's trying to get away from them. They yeah. want to get rid of them. They're yeah. a liability. Yeah. Yet there's still us Gen Y people who are like, 
here's our chance to yeah, finally we're gonna get, get, some get in. property. Hey, we're going to get this now. And then when society exists again, we'll be in. Yeah, we, we'll be on top. We might be on top if society exists again. Oh, people are always telling you, you know, that society's on the verge of existing again. Mm. Be like, you know, people always tell you we're on the on the verge of the bubble bursting in the housing market. But you know, after society collapses, right, and we're all living in the in the gravel, right, eating yeah. lichen off rocks, mm-hmm. there'll always be these people going around saying, oh, "Look, you know, I just heard that this uh, this living on, on the gravel, eating off rocks, is a bubble, right, and the bubble's going to burst, and then society's going to be back again." Oh, right, no. every you know, and then you've just set up, you know, you've you've set up, you've got your back all bent in the way that's perfect for, yeah, you know, you've built all the muscles required for bending over, and yeah, you and your eating. you and your whole line lineage of, of of children have actually given up the ability to walk on on on, on, all, on all two, you know on all I, twos. On, you know what I think? I think that doing push-ups and on on your hands, I think that's a I think that's a scam. I think we're supposed to carry our weight on our fists. I don't think our wrist is supposed to be bent back like that. That's my that's new theory. Fists. I think gorillas. I think gorillas walk on their fists. Yeah, they do. Yeah. And yeah. like they do it all the time. And here we are showing up, walking on our, like trying to use our hands like that, bending our wrists back. I got bad wrists, I think. And I think my son. He's got real clicky wrists. I think I've passed on my bad wrists. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Uh, <laughs> you should do something good for your wrists, Alistair. Yeah. But I wish that I wish I wish this was a an advertising movement watchers episode. But it's not. Oh well that's good. And the one it... time you organically bring up your risks. Yeah. Wrists. Risks. <laughs> Well, I did bring up a risk, Andy. The risk is that we're damaging our wrists. Yeah, it's true. All right. I'm going to take us through our five sketch ideas. Uh, guy does Chinese accent and then has to go find the specific person with that Chinese accent so that he can justify it and, and so that it's not racist. Perfect. So that it's an impersonation rather than uh, a, generalization. a generalization. It was a specialization. It was a specialization. Then we got... The Hitler dog breed at the dog show. I'm really happy with that. Yeah. It took us a while to get there, but I think this will this will be perfect in the sci-fi show. Because yeah. I mean that that'll be about futuristic. You know, what's the mm. future of dog breeding? Now we know. Now we know absolutely. Then there's Garbage World, which is you know is really like, you know, this is like a it's sort of like a Toy Story sausage party kind of uh, film or sketch. It could mm-hmm. be a sketch. <laughs> I'm just wondering if there'd be miniature Hitlers. You know, like you start out with a breed. Mm. <laughs> Shetland Hitlers. Yeah, Shetland no. Hitlers. But, you know, like you get the miniature Schnauzer, you get your toy poodle, you get a toy Hitler, right? But then, of course, people start crossbreeding them. So you'd have a Hitloodle, which oh, yeah. is like half Hitler and half uh, poodle. Yeah, or Schnittler. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Schnittler. That's a, just a Schnauzer with a swastika band on its arm. Yeah, well, that's possibly. Yeah, I mean, you can just do that. Uh, yeah, Garbage World. So we, we we all know what that is. Um, then we got the guy who comes out of a two-hour coma. Yeah. And people have to pretend that it's two hours ago, so as not to like shock his mind. Yeah. And <laughs> and so they all have to stay up like two wait two hours later than they normally would yeah. in order to, you know. Oh, well. Saying things like, geez, it got dark early. Yeah. <laughs> really early. What is it, the winter solstice? Um, they, maybe they have a winter solstice. Oh, no, you don't want to shock him. Yeah. And just surprising him with the winter solstice. I mean, and, and that's the, the problem is that you'd be like, God, can't we just put him in a coma for like another 22 hours and just have him go through till the same time yesterday? And then you're like, well, that's actually a whole world of trouble because then the will be on the weekend while, you know. Mm. Well, it's like when the baby, when a baby wakes up from a nap a bit too early. You're like, mm. oh, you want enough sleep. You try to like leave him. Yeah. So he's like waking up from his coma after two hours. You're like, oh, let's just leave him let's and see if he goes back in. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then there's the... The co- only thing that you could do would be to knock out everyone in the world for two hours. So we all go back. I guess two that's hours the and only... we all re- equalize again. Maybe like a, 
Maybe a, like a big ether bomb. Yeah. You think ether <laughs> would knock everybody or like Yeah. Yeah. It'd have to be perfectly you'd have to be hard to manage the dose. But look, Al, that's not a problem. Yeah, great. Well, as long as it's not a problem. It's not a problem. I don't want to I don't want to bring it up. And then we have the collapse in the housing market which uh allows people to pay with for houses with breaths and then <laughs> Oh man, this is a bit weak. But <laughs> But I mean, for that for that scene where people with having orgasms win a little yeah. in all the houses. <laughs> <laughs> but also, Sold. but also people like uh, uh, walking out like on a frosty morning to get the newspaper and bare feet. They do well. Yeah, oh yeah, that's true. But uh, I guess also people can't like an orgasm doesn't last that long, so it would have to be like a tantric orgasm. Or like a pig orgasm. You know one of those like 12-hour pig orgasms? No, no I don't. <laughs> I don't, Al. So all these Tell like, me. Yeah, well, I think some pigs can like, when they have an orgasm, they have like an orgasm for like 12 hours or something. And so if you get, you, wow. some people would be bringing, so then, then all these Gen Ys would be like buying pigs, which I'm sure there's already some Gen Ys that own pet, pet pigs. And, uh, you know, Hitler, not Hitler, <laughs> hipsters. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what which sketch do you think uh, ants, would, ants like? would like? I'm really disappointed we didn't do that for the hundred sketch episode. That's a real, I know, I apologize. real, real missed opportunity. I mean, we can go back. We can, we can. No, no, Alistair. Uh, look, uh, what was the first one again? The Chinese accent? No, well, definitely not that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we don't know. I mean, I guess there's not the history of like people being racist towards other people in ant culture, so they wouldn't. That humor wouldn't bother them. I don't think it would bother them, but then I think that the whole point of it would be lost on them as well. Like, I don't think they'd get the sketch. But you don't think that they would have sort of like, there'd be like antenna accents, like antenna signal accents? Yeah, well, I mean, I guess the way they sort of lay pheromones and stuff like that. Mm. Like, maybe the, you know, you can tell different accents, different pheromones. Probably that's probably actually how they attack each other fight different colonies. Anyway, I reckon they'd be into the garbage world one, obviously, because there'd be a lot of garbage around. They'd a lot probably of garbage. appreciate that. Yeah, like I guess that pie wrapper probably have some, some sort of pie flakes in there. Pie crust flakes. Mm. Great. And, uh, you know, um, uh, Hitler, obviously, he was anti uh, a lot of things. So, uh, yeah. But know. do you think that they, do you think ants would like puns? <laughs> Uh, do you think? Yeah, do you think they would? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I reckon they would. Well, I'm gonna go with the garbage one just okay, to be safe. Great. Yeah. Um. So. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Um. Sorry, I feel like I was a bit shit today, but uh, hey. Don't worry, Andy. You know, we were both a little bit shit today. That's good. Yeah, so, so it's okay. At least I didn't say that you weren't shit. Yeah. You know, I think that, like, yeah. that could have let, let oh, you feel, feel good. Well, that would have been the ultimate you know, insult, really, lying um, to my face like that. Yeah. Um, but, hey, you guys were great. Yeah. And think, people think... continue to have listened to the 100 Sketch podcast, and we continue to, to feel be... blessed and honored. Yeah, and amazed at uh, people's stamina. And I think, you know, people should see that as a huge achievement that, you know, even if you've done nothing else this year, ever, an 11 hour podcast that was difficult to listen to <laughs> in parts, in parts, uh, you know, it's a huge achievement. So thank you very much for that. Um, I'm thinking about, we have a, this old sketch show that we did called Australia, get it up. Yeah. Uh, and I'm thinking about putting it in as a, uh, prize the, as a prize in our Patreon. So maybe for like anybody who puts in three bucks, pledges three bucks, you get a whole s- TV show. Yeah, you get access to to the TV show. I think it's just hidden in YouTube some somewhere right now. Yeah. So uh, we could do that. That's and, an incentive. Yeah, that's an incentive. Look at that. Sign and, up three bucks Patreon. Yeah, three bucks pledge. You know, you could take it off the next month if you wanted to, or you could just you know not take it off. Um, and then, yeah, we'll, so we'll, I'll, I'll figure out how to do that. And, and then anybody who's also already pledged, hopefully that also will pass on. And if it doesn't, then just send Definitely me an email. Will. We'll, we'll contact them somehow. We'll, we'll, we'll make it happen. We'll, we'll they don't have to do it. anything. They've already no. done more than enough. You've already done more than enough. We thank, will get this show to you. Thank you, everyone. And, and so it's patreon.com slash two in tank. And, uh, and, uh, you can follow us on Twitter. 
I'm stupid old Andy. I'm at Alistair TV. We are two in tank. Yeah, and you can get us on Facebook. And two in the thing. You know tank. what? And we're part of the Planet Broadcasting Corporation. And what a fantastic corporation <laughs> what it is! A fantastic corporation, full they of make, great podcasts. Full, they make a great product. And we're oh, by the way, we're sorry about the uh, the the live shows. They've been uh, postponed until next year. Yeah, we got George to record a little intro. Thanks, George, for thank, recording thank the you, intro. George, and then instantly that became redundant. Yeah, but but, it, hey, but we it was good because you of his guys time. and you guys got to hear George. And I thought he sounded great. I he said he, he was great. doing his radio voice, but not his full radio voice. Yeah, so. great. You never go full radio. No. Oh. And uh, also, yeah, we love, love you. you. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's, it's up to you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 